everybody, welcome to the Bearded Bride episode number 12. This is a podcast with two guys talking weddings. I'm Eric Smith, and I'm here in the Cleveland Music Group studios with my partner, Mr. Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? I am really relaxed. You, you seem a little rushed today. A little are you, bit. Are you good? It's wedding season, man. Yeah, everything's hectic. This is our first episode of this podcast during, like, wedding season. Wedding season proper? Wedding season proper. And we missed last week. We didn't That's release right. an episode. It's, um... But you were on vacation? Yeah. Well, we're gearing up for wedding season. Well, tell us about your vacation. I don't, you know, I was in San Diego on the West Coast, and that's pretty much it. It was California. Yeah. Okay, and that's my dog, Beans. He's he's joining us for the first time and making noises. That's all right. He, so he can do his thing. Um, so that's it. You don't have anything for me? No, I mean, the West Coast is different. I tried to uh, look at, like, weddings out there Yeah. and, um, you know, the differences here to there. A lot different out there. Obviously, we have gray skies, and they do not. And their dress shops are a lot different. You went to the dress shops? I that's the yeah that's where I know that's so weird. That's where I go when I want to get like bridal inspiration. When I go to Nashville, same thing. Why do you want bridal inspiration? Uh, I don't just to kind of see because things are different over there. Things move from there to here. Things don't come here until like so you're just keeping up on year. the dress trends. Well, that's where it starts. Okay. No. I think now is a good time to introduce our guests. <laughs> 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 um, this week we have uh, two awesome guests who are representatives from not one but two of Cleveland's top wedding bands. Um, we have Aaron Rossi, lead singer of the Element, and we have Sam Romano, the drummer and vocalist for the orchestra. Um, and together they can be seen around town as Rossi and Romano. Hi. Hey. Guys, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks Good. for having us. Thanks for filling in last minute. We we uh, messaged you this morning, and I talked to Aaron in the office this morning and asked you to jump on, and you did. Yes, no problem. It's a go. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Um, I already asked you that. This is off to a great start. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> you uh, seem a little off kilter today. I'm a little, yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. That's all right. We're going to bring it back. Um, we'll cover that in the one-star review, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who got a one-star review? No. Oh. Well, you haven't gotten that far in your listening oh, experience okay. yet, so Sorry. you don't know what I'm talking about. Hmm. Okay. So I guess a question for both of you guys. How, how did you guys get started in weddings? How long have you been doing it? Tell us a little bit about your bands as well. Okay. You want me to go first, Sam? Sure. Okay. So uh, let's see. I have been singing ever since I was a kid. And at my first wedding band, I was 15 years old, and I sang with my choir teacher's wedding band. So from there, I've just always been in bands, whether it's for weddings or corporate events, and then even spinoffs to, like, bars and just public events. So that's I, I guess I just kind of got started just as a, as a kid, just being asked by my teacher. So, and it's fun. I mean, who doesn't like celebrating with a whole bunch of people you don't really know and having a good time? So <laughs> that's a little bit about me. You've been singing forever, huh? Yeah, it's been a long time. What about you, Sam? Well, almost 20 years with the orchestra. So 1999, I played at the Renaissance, my first wedding. Um, actually, I played at your wedding, Aaron, didn't I? You did. <laughs> 2001. 16 years ago, 17 yeah. years mm-hmm. ago. Yep. So I've been doing it a while, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I've been doing it since, well, I told you, since I was 15, which was only a couple years ago. But um, <laughs> You wish. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I've been doing it about 20 years, so it's crazy. It's I'd say we're though. veterans, right, we at veterans. this point? Yes. I mean. Yes. And with my band, The Element, it's uh, we've been doing this five years. So it's a good, it's good. It's off to a good start. Good start. Yeah. Okay. I mean, five years versus 20 years. Oh, you know? well, yeah. But I like, would say you're off. You're, you're like good start. You guys are like solidified as one of the best bands. We yeah. are. I mean, I think we do a good job. Right so. there behind the orchestra as the, I mean, the orchestra is number one band. I'm gonna kill this dog. <laughs> She's a sweetie. Come on over here. I will say that. Uh, I and again, I feel like I say this every week, but to every one of our guests. But when it comes to bands, you know, we work with a lot of DJs. We work with a lot of bands, but. When it comes to, hey, who do you recommend for a band? It's like, those are the two bands I recommend every single person. Really? Yeah, because there's nobody that does a better job. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody, like, when you, you know, photographically speaking, Mm -hmm. like, you know, there's just an engagement at every time that you guys play that it's like, it fills the dance floor. Like oh. there's, there's never, you know, that awkward, like, you know, five people just like <laughs> sitting in the middle of the dance floor kind of thing. So I'm happy to have you here. Oh, thank That's you. That's very nice of That's you. That's a thank great you. compliment. Appreciate it. I got, I got the opportunity. I was at one wedding cause none of my friends can afford the orchestra, but <laughs> um, my wife, not a, my fault. <laughs> a, a client of my wife um, actually had you guys at a new year's Eve wedding a few years ago. Um, and we didn't know anybody there, but I still had a great time. Is it maybe so the Renaissance? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was the Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, we had so much fun. Yeah, those um, were fun. And that's something when, you, when you're at a wedding and you don't know anybody, but you can still have an awesome time. And I didn't know a ton about you guys at that time, but man, it was a great wedding. What are we talking about today? Can I say one last thing? Yeah, do that. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I have – it's been, what, uh, 12 years – so I've been in photography for 12 years, and the, I used to work for uh, New Image Photography. And um, my first, very, very first wedding that I was, I went out to assist on, the the orchestra was playing. Oh. Hmm. And um, it just, I think that it was just like such an impression because I was like, whoa! I did not know anything about weddings. I did not know, like, I kind of had an idea for you know, what to expect just based on what Melissa, my wife, told me and everything like that. But it was, like, so much different. And and then, like, the next wedding was, like, some really horrible DJ. And there was, like, nobody on the dance floor or anything like that. It was, like, polar opposites. Yeah, very different. And yeah. um, that it was, like, so mind-boggling to, like, have the, dif- you know, the differences in the two. Yeah. Um, I just, the, you know, fun story. Well, it's very nice of you. That definitely. I'm not just blowing smoke or yeah. anything like that. But you don't remember who the DJ was? I won't say. I do remember. Uh, <laughs> just it wasn't just Scott say Jones, it. was we'll it? Cut it out. No, we're, we're, we're good. Not. <laughs> so we'll get into our topic. Um, our topic this week is something that is near and dear to my heart as a DJ, and that's going to be choosing music for your wedding. Besides the obvious reasons, why why is this such an important topic for us to discuss? I mean, I I think that makes or breaks your wedding. So um, if you have a bride or groom that are into, like, techno or indie music and they're like, this is what we want, well, they have to remember that other people 
whether it's 50 or 350 people are coming, not all those people enjoy maybe their taste in music. So picking music that expands from the young, you know, group to the, you know, the older generation is key and something that keeps people dancing and excited. I think that can make or break a good party. That's my thought. Yeah, absolutely. A wide variety, like you said. The, the Motown still goes over great at yeah. weddings, you know? No. There could be, you know, 20 people that are 20 years old, 21 years old, and then old people, obviously. Everybody knows um, Motown, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of universal, but then you have to play some new stuff. The brides are getting younger and younger and yep. younger. So And we're getting older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know. But yeah, definitely the the playlist just can make or break it. So yeah, and we were uh, me and Aaron were talking today. Um, she's in the throes of a pretty hectic week with a lot of a lot of planning meetings. So you're going mm-hmm. through that right now, where you're you're talking with brides and grooms about the music that they want. That planning process is so important because it's a time where you can educate the brides and grooms mm-hmm. about what works, what doesn't work. I don't know, kind of walk us through like a, a typical planning process. I don't know, Sam, are you involved in that with the... Not really, no. but I hear enough about yeah. it so that <laughs> right. I know a little bit. The good of, and the bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, typically speaking, we try to plan or I try to plan out, you know, 30 to 45 days out before the wedding. Um, the reason being is... Uh, by that time, the bride and groom should have an idea of their timeline and what they want. If we do it before that, unfortunately, then that means that there's probably multiple meetings that are going to have to happen, and that wastes the time of our bride and groom and even my time, and I'm not trying to be funny about it, but their time is precious as well with their planning, what they have to do. Um, so i just rather make sure they have most of their information detailed out so we say about 30 days so what i typically do is email them a planning sheet to get some ideas flowing um send them our song list and then i just give them some basic fun homework i call it um to try to fill out the planning form as best as possible and then our song list i just ask them to give us like at least 10 fast fun danceable songs that we must play from our, from our list and then maybe one to three slow songs that are independent of their first dance and special dances and this way from there if they only give me that that gives me an idea of what they like and then I could just plan our song list accordingly to what they like um, and then also what we know are tried and true songs that work pretty much almost every wedding so some bride and grooms give us 10 some give me 40 that they must play and uh, you know some are very understanding, like, hey, we love all these songs, so whatever you could fit in. Um, and then I just plan the song list according to the flow of the night to try to make it seamless. Like, if I was a DJ, you know, just, yeah, you know. I feel like you guys, as a band, you kind of have it made when it comes to the dancing portion because they do have a list that they have to choose from. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I'm asking for songs, they can give me any terrible song. <sighs> And then I have to be like, oh, maybe this isn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. But I think going along with that, it's kind of like when, you know, I actually had um, some some friends that recently got engaged. They went through uh, the process with Cleveland Music Group. And it, what was interesting is that, you know, they, they were going through the different videos. Oh, right. Right. And yeah. so they're like looking at the different bands. And, um, and I think that like it, it's different for a DJ than it is for a band. Because people are selecting, like, what style they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
obviously there's uh, some key differences between the orchestra, the element, mm-hmm. you know, this band, that band, whoever. And, you know, likewise, there's a difference between bands and DJs. Right. So I think that that kind of fundamental decision-making process of, okay, I've decided I want to have a band. Now what style do I want to have? And mm-hmm. then, you know, where does that fit into my budget, et cetera? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that um, you know, one of the questions that I wrote down was, like, do people choose, you know, a band based on, like, what are the qualifications that they're actually – you know, we talked about Motown or, you know, is it is it because a band is strong in one, you know, category of music or what, you know? Yeah, yeah that's a good question for you probably. How do they choose their band based on the, the budget right. or what they're going to, you know, what songs they want to hear? That We all play really the same stuff, basically, all right. the bands. It's all like variety know. for the most part. Yeah. And, and you're right, Sam. It, it could come down to... This is what I have to spend. So what are the bands in that group? Right. Or you have the ones that say, I really don't have a budget, meaning my parents are paying for it. God bless the parents. Yeah. And whatever I want, they're going to get me. Hmm. And I want a 10-piece band. I want a horn section. Or I want a four-piece top 40 band. Or, you know, where they're all, like, top current hits. So you have different bride and grooms who have their idea. But I'd say... 80% of them sit in the variety group where they want to appeal to everybody, yeah. which would be your Motowns, your top 40, and maybe a sprinkle of country and some rock. But then you have some other ones that are like, well, we love, um, you know, just like the top 40 stuff. That's what we want. Okay, then we have bands that do that. Yeah. Or we, we definitely want, okay, we want the orchestra, but can we add on more parts? Because we want a big band. But yes. how do they know? So, like, like, I just... Imagine the, the the typical consumer. Uh-huh. You know, my friends George and Lisa do not. They have no you idea. Know, they right? have no idea like what you know to add on or subtract. Or I want a ten piece band versus a you know twenty piece or an sure. eight piece or whatever. How did they? Can How you walk us through that process? Yeah. yeah. So you have the bride that has um, been to all of their friends' weddings and knows exactly what they want. So maybe they were at a wedding that the orchestra was playing, and they're like, "When I get married, I want that band." Okay, right. all of a sudden they get engaged. Right away they're calling us. My wedding is not till a year and a half. Is the orchestra open on this date? No, they're not. Okay, well, tell me all the Saturdays that they are open yeah. in this month, and then I'll let you know. Okay, and they don't even have their venue yet. So you have that bride that knows exactly what they want because mm-hmm. um, they've seen it somewhere else. That's like the biggest compliment I think you could get, too, as a band. That happens all the time. Is, yeah. Do you guys get that as a DJ, too, I'm sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like I've I never had it. Nope. I think he's um, half kidding. <laughs> so, so you do have the the bride and grooms that know what they want, and then you have the bride that really wants a DJ, but the mom and dad want a band. So, then you have to talk to them about, okay, well, what what's your idea? When was the last time you were at a wedding? What did you like? What didn't you like? So then you get them right. talking and thinking about that. Um, well, I just want everybody to dance. Okay, well, what kind of age, like, how many people are you having? I'm having 200 people. Maybe, you know, this percentage is 25 to 30-year-olds. The rest are going to be 50-year-olds, and then we have some 70-year-olds and a few kids. Okay. To me, that sounds like more of a variety of music. Um, so then from there, we're like, well, maybe variety would work for you, band. Right. Um, now let's talk about the budget. Some bands are 2500 some bands are ten thousand. Right in the middles, maybe four. 
what were you thinking? Well, we were thinking more five or less. Okay. Then from there, now all of a sudden, now you've categorized it to now there's like, you know, 10 bands that fit that or five bands that fit that. Right. So it's just a process of elimination. Um, And then sometimes they're like, we love all three of these bands that you gave us. We love their song list. Um, we love the, the cost of it. Uh, we like their videos. Now they want to see you in person because seeing the videos are great as a first preliminary checkoff, but to see them in person, then what we have to do is get the bride and groom's approval. Can Mm -hmm. Sally and John come out? Is nine o'clock a good time? Yes, sure. No problem. And then what we'll do is we'll send the bride and grooms out to hear the bands live. And then they come back and say, oh my God, out of all of them, they were great, but we loved this band, and then we go ahead with the booking process. So sometimes it could be literally um, a week to book. Sometimes it could be a year. <laughs> and sometimes people just call in and say, I want the orchestra to send me a contract. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's something that easy. Flattering. <laughs> no, and I mean, that happens all the time for it the does. orchestra. I'd say out of all the bands, it's mostly like that's what we get. Like we yeah. had one this week where someone wanted the orchestra. They weren't, they weren't available. Mm. Yeah. Um, they couldn't change their date. So, I mean, that they was, went with the yeah. Avenue, Next Best. I wish there were more Saturdays in, yeah, <laughs> between right? May and October. Yeah, um, so. We could but, all double our income. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, one one last thing on that is um, they, so we've played a couple of gigs where, uh, weddings where the Avenue singers sang with us. So somebody saw the Avenue and loved the band and loved the singers and thought, well, maybe we could mix those. And they, you know, they had the budget, so. Um, we did a few with the Avenue singers, so we had five singers out front, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was so something different. Again, it's whatever the yeah, client the, wants. Options yeah. are fairly endless. Yeah, uh, I think if, just having that foresight, though, is yeah. like, how do you piece well, that you know, all together? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I would I would walk into one of your offices and be like, "Hey, tell me what to do." And that happens. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like I don't have that kind of sound sense. And some people are like, I have no clue. I have no idea my budget. I don't know what I want. I just really want a band because I want something fun. You know, or just, we just want that. And then we just kind of start talking through the options. So it is, it's a process, but it's so much fun to find them the right fit. Does everybody walk into all three of your offices and just say, I want everybody to dance? Like, is that like a... <laughs> Usually, Is yeah. that like a, the, the I just want single-handedly... Yeah, yes. yes. Have fun I feel like that's dance. probably an annoying question that, or like a statement after a while. It's like, yeah, everybody wants that. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what my bride and groom this past weekend, they came up to me beforehand. And they're like, we just want everyone to dance all night. And I was like, so do I. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. right. Why, why, why would yeah. I be here? We're all on the same page. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. So picking picking like particular music out... I guess like picking cocktail music and dinner music because it's not necessarily something that that you'll be playing. I know with the, the bands, you guys will usually like start during the tail end of dinner. Um, so a lot of times we're making playlists for for cocktails and dinner um, to play from like an iPad or you know however. I don't know about you guys, but for me when I when I'm kind of educating a bride and groom on this, this is the point where I always tell them. You need to pick something out that you like. Like, this needs to represent you guys. This is your opportunity to play stuff that isn't going to get played later on. So, like we were talking about earlier about, like, picking out some weird music for dancing. It's just not going to work. But mm-hmm. if you want to play that during cocktails, I'm all for it. Right. But then at the same time, it, it almost is dependent on the mood that you're you're setting for the whole evening. I just the one wedding jumps out to me. They had it at a barn. But then all the music they picked out for cocktails and dinner was the Rat Pack. And it didn't make mm. any sense. 
It's like, why don't you – you need to match it to, first of all, your style, but then also, like, the style of the wedding that you're going for. Yeah, um, the venue. Yeah. That wedding overall was a disaster. Hmm. Um, Rustic wedding I just, versus I Rat Pack. I always yeah. try and get people <laughs> away from defaulting to the Rat Pack. Um, I don't know if you guys do I, that. I think a lot of people tend to – think that way like, like you, you know dean martin that. frank sinatra it's like what they always say for dinner and that's not what we it's like do you listen to that on your daily life right, I, don't like, no, I don't know why yeah so i don't know why they think a couple that. of those songs go a long way i think right. with the yeah. with the older folks you know mm-hmm. which and is, you can mix that in too with with other stuff like you can get some billy joel in there and mix it in with the older sure yeah some jason Mraz. there you go some Nora jones so we i don't i think i know the orchestra i you do this as well. We in my band, the Element, we usually play at least an hour, a half hour to an hour of dinner music, and that kind of sets the tone for what the rest of the evening is going to look like. So we may do like the way you look tonight by Frank Sinatra. Then we might do the Bee Gees, like just mm-hmm. you know, or some James Taylor or um, uh, Nora Jones or Michael some Adele. Yep. Yeah, Michael Bublé. Um, I even do Mazzy Star fade into you sometimes, or Landslide from Stevie Nicks. Something like Alicia where, Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys. Something where people are like, "Oh, it's just not this boring jazz," and you kind of prime them yeah. for the evening, and they're like, "Wow, this band's not just a big band, you know, Rat Pack group. They're going to play fun songs." So it's almost in, uh, kind of really important to not just see. Like I'm just trying to think back to like when I'm sitting there listening to the music. I I don't ever. Think I'm listening to the words. I'm I'm always just hearing the instrumentals. So maybe they are singing, and I don't know. <laughs> You're not even some recognizing don't, it. Though, yeah. actually, some bands just do instrumental. Yeah, I think. Do you think fine. that there's a there's a plus or a? I mean, I guess the plus is that you get them prepped. To me, it's like, like that's like a whole new idea for me. That, yeah, that you're presenting there. Yeah, it's like I'm sure if you ask Eric, like you set the tone or the vibe, right? And then and then when it's time to dance, like they're they're ready not yeah. only because it's a celebrate they're, they're celebrating but you're kind of like setting the the tone or even if you were a band or a dj at a club you know some people at nine o'clock they're not ready to throw down yet they're right. just kind of exactly. getting settled in so you got to do a couple you know songs that kind of yeah. get them you know they want to talk yeah, they're, they're they eating talk. they want to mingle a little your your background music mm-hmm. you don't want to be overpowering mm-hmm. you don't want to play loud stuff and take over the the room at that point but, you know, once dinner's over and they freshen up, it's on. It's, yeah, it's time to go. It's on. <laughs> I also noticed that you talk about, um, you know, the, the singing portion of the night in terms of blocks of time. Is that typically how you talk about it with the brides and grooms as well as far as or, – or is it like the amount of songs or is it, you know, just mm. – I think it all revolves around but, dinner. Really? Yeah. When dinner's done, it's all dancing from then on. Everything before dinner is kind of secondary, mm-hmm. quieter, Just more background. Like yeah. So would you, you? We'd probably talk to the bride and groom about the dance portion more than anything. I would think. Right. Um, and it's not really about vocals or hours or anything like that. But typically, when they book a band, it's it's four hours of live music. So that usually means dinner music to dancing. And then we just take our breaks where appropriate and within the timeline. So it's not like, well, I've been on the clock for 45 minutes, so I'm taking a break now. It's not that. It's like, it's not I the might post go office. an hour. I might watch that. It's not the post office. Right. right. There's a long line. Well, yep. break time. Yeah. Gotta go. Not, yeah, yep. you just can't. I think bands that do that are missing the boat completely. Um, right. And sometimes, you know, you, you do need your breaks, but we're not going to take a 
break if we just open up the dance floor and people are going. Mm-hmm. We might have to play another half hour. Exactly. Right? I mean, yep. so it's just... It's, it, do you guys get requests while you're playing? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh. How do they do that? <sighs> just walk right up to you and say, free bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, probably, we still get that once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'll hang out next to you. Now, with the orchestra, there's five people that sing. So you got the two front singers. Sam sings Dwayne and your keyboard. Pete. Pete keyboard sings player, as well. Yeah. Yep. And so they have five singers. In my band, it's just myself and Tony. So if Tony's singing... I'm doing background vocals, and whenever he's singing, somebody comes right by his keyboard, and they're like, you know, and they're trying to like wave him down. He's in the middle of singing. It could be a beautiful ballad, and he's so into it. And then I like look at the person. I'm like, you know, wave him over to me. Or if I'm singing, he, he's like, you know, yeah. and, and it's just it's funny. But sometimes our bride and grooms like, please don't take requests from anybody. Yeah, we just yeah. like what you're gonna do. Don't. And and it sometimes stops the vibe too. You yeah. know, you're like stopping to talk to somebody, and they're like, "Can you play this?" And it's a song that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with what's going on. And you yeah, I was going to ask, short. how often do you actually accommodate that if it's not from the bride or groom? Because I'm assuming if the bride or groom asks for something, you're probably gonna of course, do it. of course. Um, but how often are you like, oh yeah? We'll throw that into the set. Um, I hate to be mean, but Sam, tell me if I'm wrong. No, never. <laughs> sometimes I yes people if they're ones that yeah. are intoxicated and they keep coming like i had a guy a girl keep coming up asking me for uh um africa africa yeah Yeah. by toto it's a great song we Mm -hmm. don't do it live so the first time i played i said i'm sorry we don't we don't do that song live then i went back to singing then she came up again and asked me no joke maybe five times so at the end of the night for the same song (laughs) at the end of the night i had it queued up because like we were done live and then i i played it she came up to me while the song was playing. It's like, can you play that? I'm like, listen to the song that's on. <laughs> it's Toto. It's Africa. Yeah. So, I mean, you do have some people that just are relentless, like the free bird. Yeah. Right? I mean, Always just, just to do it, just to be funny. But if it's not the bride or groom yeah. or the parents Advanced. or the wedding planner or maybe the best man, right? outside of that, pretty much no. Because it, it kind of stops because we're following a Somewhat of, I mean, we're flexible. I'm sure you are too. Sure. But we follow a playlist just to keep the momentum going. So if we have to stop in the middle, and it just it just stops the whole train, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, so. You know, one of the most cha- challenging things about song list is if the, if some the you know, bride and groom will scratch off a bunch of songs mm-hmm. that are great mm-hmm. ones for us. <laughs> some people don't want to hear the song "Shout," for example. And that's a great one for us. Our singer, Frederick Davis, goes out in the audience, and everybody gathers around him. It's a blast. And I was just they, pulling up a picture from that, actually. Really? <laughs> if they wipe that one off and, you know, whatever our next three or four great ones are, we, now, now we're scraping for material. I don't know if you feel like that as a DJ, too, and you probably go through it, but... We do, and it's not to say that the orchestra only has three great power songs. No, 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 it's just we have those. tried and true that Exactly. And and what I try to explain, and it goes back to, Eric, the question you're asking with, like, when they're picking some weird or obscure songs, it's like you could say, well, we'll throw those on for, like, dinner or cocktail or something like that or one of our breaks in between dinner where it's just kind of, but not for dancing. Um, And some, I've had a few brides that were like, I just don't want to hear shout. You know, we hear that all the time, and I just, and I said, okay, but remember. You hear it all the time because it's great. It's great. I said, here's the thing. 
People, yeah, absolutely. They want to, they want to like just let loose. This is when people, you know, all you know, scream and jump. Whether you're a little kid or an older adult or whatever, and even if you don't like it, remember, yeah, you might be used to hearing the record version. This is the live band doing it. We're doing mm-hmm. our own spin on it. We're getting people involved. Mm-hmm. It's totally different than the right. Who, no, who sing? I can't even think who sings. Uh, Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers. I, that's why I thought sure. it was the Isley Brothers. So it's a great version. Don't get me wrong, but like the way we do it, it's different. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I understand the no no line dances. We get that a lot, you know, but Mm -hmm. there inevitably ends up being some kind of a line almost every night. So, but I understand you don't want to hear the chicken dance or you know whatever other hokey stuff. That's totally understandable, you know. That's kind of out anymore, anyway. Yeah, I always um, because I you know I ask for the do not playlist, and whenever that's like the chicken dance or any of those Macarena. All those songs are on there. I almost get offended. Like, you actually thought I was going to play those? Right. Unless you purposely asked me to do so. I'm like, not... I won't play any of that stuff unless it's specifically asked for by the bride and groom. Right. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would be your go-to song or two that you know the dance floor is going to be packed? You know you can count on it at any time, whether it's a 10 o'clock at night or midnight or... Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, like ours would be shout, like I yeah. brought yeah, up before. You know, it's tough. There, there's a lot of different ones. I guess it depends on who's on the dance floor. Because if it is like a very mixed bunch, like if it's older and younger out there, um, a little bit later in the night, then yeah, I'll hit them with shout. I don't like doing shout too early because yeah. I want Me people neither. to be pretty sauced up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's there's that. But then if it's a younger crowd, I mean, I've been hitting them with um, this is. I don't want to give away my secret, but I really, <laughs> I really like playing just oh, a minute yeah. and twelve uh, version of it. It's amazing when you have a young crowd out there. Everybody knows every single word. That goes over well. That's amazing. Huh? Oh wow. god! I, well, the first time I ever saw that at a wedding was Tricky Dick did it. Huh. At, mm. It was at the first wedding that they ever did. I happened to be a guest, and they did it. And then I started DJing what two years later, and then I was like, I remembered it so well. It's like that was the best part of the wedding. So now I I play it almost every every wedding I do. It's 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 just so much fun because people aren't expecting that at all. And it goes over, and they oh my god, they love it. Doesn't matter. You might be stealing that one from from you. And then uh, then you just you you keep you keep on that, and (laughs) that dance is from. So I jump right into the last thirty seconds of a. Wow. I know I'm giving away way too much. Yeah, you are. But those are good. You could stop there. But would you say Bruno Mars is a good one for Bruno Mars young? is a great one. I that's right? that's oh, usually sure. my transition from those first like four or five Motown. Um, I'll now I'm doing it again. I'll do a <laughs> like I'll end that Break with a out. James Brown, James Brown um, get up off that thing, and that flows real nice into Uptown Funk, okay. and everybody oh, wow. loves Uptown Funk. Yeah, yeah. We, still, I mean. Been going strong. For Talk a about while. songs that lasted. How about Journey? Um, don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. I started playing like 1989, 1990, and I was playing that song then, and people loved it. Now we play it like second or third last song. So do we. Yeah. Oh, yes, the yes, ballroom yeah. is screaming every word. Every word. At the it's top showing of up lungs. on a lot of Do Not Playlists right now, and that that's mm. one of the ones that kind of bums me out because it is awesome. Um, if I can come up with something more creative than that to end the night, I will. But. I mean, it's a it's a good default. Yeah, we get a lot for ending songs. If you don't stop believing, friends in low places, mm-hmm. piano man. Oh yeah, people they know the words. They want to sing just along. A, it's like a sing along. They get around the bride and groom. They all yeah. sing. That's one that poor Tony. He's got piano a man. I can. Uh, 
I feel like I can count on one hand the number of times I've ended the night with Piano Man just because I don't want to. Like, I don't want to – like, I feel like I can do better. You're yeah. right. I think so yeah. too. I um, like to use, like, what they've given me and then just try and come up with something that's going to, like, surprise them mm-hmm. but also be awesome. Yeah. Um, but then I usually just go to just not believing. Can I get on a pedestal for a moment? Yep. <laughs> Please. As a photographer – it is so yeah, frustrating. Yeah, we haven't heard from you for a while. Yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. I've, I've been, been like, talking. I've been, no, I've been <laughs> soaking it all in. I'm waiting for this just one piece of advice to bands and DJs across oh, the spectrum. I, like I feel like, so there's this thing that Melissa and I used to do where I, um, you know, the, the dinner is done mm-hmm. and we're ready to party, mm-hmm. right? And we get a group shot of everybody on the dance floor. And, there have been really, really amazing MCs that get it, and then there are other ones that don't. And the whole point of the group shot is not the group shot. It's to get everybody on the dance floor so gotcha. that you're able wow. to knock off, you know, like just kick off the dance. You have to hit them right really a, hard. That's what I'm going to get to yeah. is that I don't understand why anybody would want to start the first song after dinner with something slow. Yeah, I just don't get it. And there are so many people I see that do that time after time after time, just because slow songs get everybody on the dance floor. Yeah, but it's not at the beginning to a party. It's the end to a party. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that kind of. I don't know. It's just I just I only do that because I don't plan on slowing the night down ever again. Mm. That's a good point. So and you that, can get all ages out there too. Yeah, like I say, you yeah. play my girl, you can get the older folks, middle age, right. young. So yeah. right after right after a mother son dance, I'll keep the groom on the dance floor, bring the bride back out, and say, okay, everybody, why doesn't everybody join these two? I'm going to start it off nice and slow. Come out here, join these two on the dance floor, mm-hmm. and then do a nice quick slow song, and then then hit them. The next wedding I work with you, we're doing the group shot, and you're going to hit them with something hard. Okay. We didn't do that last time. Right in the face. You know, I like that. We we didn't do that last time we worked together because – do you know how I know this? Uh, Maybe because of a photo from Melissa. No, because you made made a bet with Melissa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you cheated. I cheated. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I lost the last bet. (laughs) I can't win. I can't lose two bets in a row. So he bet Melissa that he could guess the next, what, one or two songs I was going to play? No, it was the first song of the night. I always bet her the first song of the night because... You bet the, we it was the song after my slow song. Yes. So it was, well, at, it was at last, and right. then you ask, okay, what's going to be the next All right, one? what was your guess? Well, what? my first guess is always at last as a first song. Okay. And, and then, um, what is the second one? You don't remember? No. Me and Scott do the same one. That's right. What is it? Run around soon. I was going to say, that's what I wow. <laughs> We get requests right. for that song still, too. Yes, that's another great song. I love it. Um, to, uh, to... I cheated, by the way. I'm a cheater. <laughs> Does she know that? Yeah, she knows. Okay. Because <laughs> what you looked over. She was like, you couldn't, have, you couldn't have guessed that. Well, she I didn't, swear to she you. She didn't know that night. You, you, uh... Yeah, it was, it was later. Okay. I had to admit it to her. <laughs> I've lost so many bets at Windows on the River, it's disgusting. <laughs> I... I like your your. Here's the thing, we always try to start off with something fast, like for the very first bring mm-hmm. everybody out song. But then you have some, especially if it's like a Friday wedding. I don't know if you notice this, Sam or Eric, or even like a Sunday. Sometimes they're just not. Saturday is like the they it's party able night. to sleep in, yeah. right? Yeah. Friday they're coming from work. They need to 
I hate to say they need more time to ramp up. They need more time. So sometimes you're kind of like, I'm not sure they're quite ready yet. And then, then you would start with a slow one to get people out. Or you have a bride and groom who really just doesn't, they want to dance with their parents, but they really don't want to do it too long. So you can almost say, well, how about we just kind of roll that in and ask everyone to join you. So now you got everybody out slow dancing. Then you hit them with the fast one. So it just depends, I think, on the crowd. Now I get it. Right? Educating myself. But I like the idea of like, hey, we want to do a group photo. But I never thought of that as like getting everybody a reason when to you, get everybody when out. When you do it right, it does. It really does work really, really well. It's just not a whole lot of bands or DJs like the idea <laughs> of putting everybody on the you know on the dance floor at the same time it takes a lot of time it's you know cumbersome there's older people that need you know to get out there and stuff so and it's a tough photo to take too i mean um 90 percent of the time i don't have a ladder with me so right um i'm hoisting melissa up on my shoulders and that's (laughs) not an option this year because she's pregnant so (laughs) um congratulations thank you thank you very much um so, but it, it works really well when you punch it. We had one time where I don't think the DJ and I were connecting, and he played. It, I was like, okay, this is the way that it's going to work. You're going to hit a really fast song afterwards. Everybody's going to be really, you know, jazzed up, and it's going to be just absolutely amazing. And it's like, at last. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing to me? And then when they're Sleeping. coming out dancing to the fast song, you're like, either have Melissa up or something, or you're on yeah. a bed or whatever. And then are you just having the band like say like look or you just want you just want the group to just, just to be dance, I want like, the group candid. so usually what you it just, is is it's this is you know photography advice you know for any photographer that's listening big group shot you know you do one just solid photo mm-hmm. um so the dj or the band is usually like okay everybody smile at the camera you know boom one shot boom two shots now everybody do something really silly and funny and everybody okay. yell get really excited get really amped up melissa's screaming at the top of her lungs and everybody's you know woo and then okay. as soon as you do that he hits it or she hits it oh. and boom everybody's like you know already jazzed up from the photo and then then right. start something really and then they're fast. like holy crap the music is playing and I'm on let's the dance floor, yeah so i have to dance yeah exactly okay. and they're kind of caught in a whirlwind of just excitement and you know boom you've just created this amazing every time it works it works like Okay. So so well, well. We're doing that next time we work together. Just remind <laughs> me because you know good. I'm yeah. in I'm in like mode until that's we start like the, the open bride and groom though. Like, that's true. You so, know the bride and groom yeah. have to sign off on something like right. that. Well, a lot of times they want to take a group picture later in the night, that's and we're oh, trying gosh. to. Yeah, this is a yeah, picture, it's you guys. like <laughs> or other photographers. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden our dance floor is gone. It's not the photographer. Out. I know oh, it's the yeah, we, you no, know, wedding planner or the. No, we always try to get that. Well, the the time after I tell brides all the time, like the time after dinner before music starts is when you want to get all of those photos done because you do not want to break that dance floor down. As soon as I tell every bride and groom in my final console, as soon as you guys leave the dance floor, the dance floor is dead. Mm-hmm. And they're le- and that's why it's always funny to I, I just want to have, you know, a full dance floor. Well, then stay on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> you right. know, yeah, like definitely. that's the best way to have a full dance floor all night, especially when the groom is out there because mm-hmm. he's usually the one that's <laughs> roaming around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when it's tough to get people out on the dance floor, like you mentioned, uh, Aaron, uh, those Friday and Sunday weddings, we'll play like a mid-tempo, maybe a um, Let's Stay Together. Yeah. Um, Michael Stand Buble, by Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. Some um, yeah, something like that to try <laughs> to get those is. few people out yeah. to break the ice and then go from there. You yeah. know, you don't want to waste a great 
hardcore dance song with two people out there. It's like, Uh, can I ask one question kind of going backwards in the the night though, to the, um, I had written down the cocktail hour. How do you pare down the band to, you know, is there a a method to what you pare down to as Mm -hmm. far as instrumental? I would say 75% of the cocktail hour is, elsewhere right in the mm, building so it's probably just a piano or a keyboard or maybe a duo or a trio yeah um so it's somewhere other than where the band is so it's just background music you know yeah. so it'd be one of the guys from the band our piano player does a lot of cocktail hours and sometimes you'll do solo guitar because sure. plays guitar as well yeah um but honestly it all depends so you have um most clients i just think it's sort of unheard of i don't know if this is a planner thing or a venue thing or what, but we're like, well, well you, you have to have music for the cocktail hour, you yeah. know? And so the bride and groom is like, oh, 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 I didn't even think about that. And so, um, the lesser of the, t- I guess the easiest to do is just take the piano player or the keyboard player from the band and put him in the cocktail space. So that's one way. If they're like, well, we want a little bit more of a jazzy kind of thing, then you could do a jazz duo or a trio, but in all honesty, I think cocktail hour is more of everybody, wow, I haven't seen you in a year. How are you? And like rekindling yep. versus talking over a cocktail trio. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, and so some your people, best advice is keep it low key, you know, low key and, you know, yeah. Yeah, simple and it, small, one or two musicians. You that's know. all you need. And, and I would even say like the first half hour, you might hear the music. After that, once the room fills up, can't hear you can't hear you anything. Can't hear anything. Yeah. Anyway. So I wouldn't spend too much money on the cocktail but if they want that obviously they can have whatever they want mm-hmm. <laughs> so. i usually yeah. see older people kind of congregating around wherever the cocktail musicians are and yeah. kind of just listening and then everybody else is like conversing. Talking. oh yeah. sure mm-hmm. yeah right that's um, a good question i had one other what do you got um i was going to talk about formalities real quick oh cool picking out formal songs like first dance um Father, daughter, mother, son, that kind of thing, cake cutting. Yeah. Um, Aaron, since you're doing the planning process, do you do you get a lot of brides and grooms asking for suggestions for first dance? They do, and it makes me – I mean, I'm, I'm pretty candid with them just, you know, this is your time to dance together, so you don't have to rush. Like for us, you could even tell me the week of. I mean, even if I have to put it on – iPod, you know, like if it's something you found and you just love it, I just want you to fall in love with it. But how often are they asking you to like not give often them I, suggestions and like for the first dance? It's in my in the time I've done this maybe a handful of times. Yeah. Other than other than that, they're picking their own songs, and these are songs that I've never heard. They're not on our list, and we we're you know fine. I mean, if it's yeah. something special to them, we'll learn it. Um, but a lot for the parents for the parents, dances, yeah. yeah. Um, or sometimes you'll be like, my, my mom hasn't picked it out yet. Okay. You know, just, but sometimes they ask us and we, we have a list that we yeah. can give them. You know, sometimes the bride and groom have, have a routine. They went to a dance teacher and got a routine together and they want to dance to a specific song. Even though they hired a live band, they still want to hear the MP3. You know, that happens yeah, I see that. Kind of often. Yeah. yeah, I see that for sure. Then, like, is that okay if we use just the, you know, the the 
the original version? Is that is that Does insulting to you? To and I'm like, yeah. not at all. I mean, if you've practiced to this version and this tempo, mm-hmm. then do it. You know, because they're already nervous. Yeah. And we always tell them, no one else knows what you're doing except the two of you. So right. On it'll those, be adorable. <laughs> yeah. I I don't like the the prepared dance for the first dance. Why is that? Because it seems too like robotic, and it's like a time where this is your first dance as husband and wife. But instead of concentrating on each other and like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. worried about where your foot's going to go stepping. next. Yeah, and it just feels really impersonal. I agree, a hundred. I agree, unless they're professional dancers, and that's right. what they met, yeah, and they're yeah. like fluent with you know, everything. How many of those weddings? Most people have you done? Are, I've had one. Most people <laughs> are not good at it. Rick, Rick's daughter. Oh yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, she's a dancing instructor. I, don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you're in, you have to be in the moment. Yeah, I mean that's the, the that's the thing that we tell brides about guests too. Everybody's with their cell phones, you know, just yes. bah, 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 pictures, 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 and everybody's so engrossed in their phones that they're not actually in the moment. And I think that you know we just weddings are a hotbed for you know people on their phones, mm-hmm. snapping and Insta story and all this stuff. Yes, and it's like it's the same thing with the first dance. Like you know, just be and just have your moment to just be with each other. But on the flip side of that, what you're saying, and I agree with you, I think also it's... You're also spending time together. I don't know if this is what you're going to say. Yes, I was going to say you're also, you're also spending, spending time together, time together dancing learning together and learning, and it's 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 endearing, and when they do it, it's sometimes they, they giggle, and they might step on each other's toes, or he might step on her dress, or it's very it's very cute, but the ones that like are biting their lips, and they're just so tense, I'm just like, oh God, no one even Maybe knows. Maybe do it for like the first verse yeah, or and something, then just break and, out and do a and, big yes, turn, yes. but then just... Just be with each other. Just be with each other. That's a great. I think that's great advice. And you know, we cut we cut the first dance short once in a while. From there, you do too. Do you fade it? About two. Because some songs, if it's four and a half minutes, I mean, yeah, you especially the father, daughter, and the mother son. Those are for sure under two minutes. A minute, two minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's good. You know, we're we're with the couple all day long. You know, from the (laughs) beginning to the end, and it's it's funny because. you know, so much of the day is with other people. And so, you know, to the point of, you know, just spending time with one another during that first dance, a lot of times that's the only time where you're not literally like elbow to elbow with somebody else. Mm, You know, the dance floor fills up, you're on the dance floor, your friends are talking to you and stuff, you're having a good time, but there's really no moment throughout the day that it's literally just the two of you. I mean, there's there's one other moment where you've walked back down the aisle maybe and you're kind of off in a corner waiting for everybody to leave the ceremony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise, you're next to people all day long. Getting so, pulled or like, take a picture with me. Or, yeah, exactly. Let's go get a drink together or come and do the OHIO with me or yeah. whatever. And I mean, you are yeah. right. You That's a great – that's – actually, that – Kind of is a good idea for me to. You would think the song they would want the song yeah. to go longer than, than under that mm-hmm. yeah, premise, it, you know? Yeah, with that, without a doubt. I, I, one thing that I, I think I don't know if you've learned this from Scott Jones. I, I did that. You tell bride and grooms. I tell them in the planning meeting is, you know, you're planning all of this. You're going to be going crazy like the last month before the wedding. You get there, everyone's pulling you in every direction. You're, you know, it, the best thing to do is sometime during the night. Hide, tuck away somewhere, even if it's just in a, at a table, at the back of the room, off to the side, just the two of you together with a drink, and just sit there for like five minutes and just look at 
what's going on and seeing how people are dancing and how everyone's having fun. And it just shows how much love is in the room that they basically brought everything together and they, Mm -hmm. they created this and, um, just take it in because they're going to, the night's going to end and they'll be like, what happened? Like (laughs) what happened? So that's a good point with the first dance. I never even thought about it. Eating dinner. You're still next to your best man yeah, and maid of true. honor. Right. True. And, you know, people are still coming up to you and interrupting your dinner and stuff. Right. And even at the sweetheart table, they're still coming up to yeah. you and interrupting you. <laughs> so it's just it's a good time to kind of just focus. Can I actually now that I'm talking about it, can I say one thing? Difference biggest difference between working with a band and a DJ. Hmm. From your perspective, oh, I'm interested to hear, yeah. yeah. Bands eat before the start of this reception and DJs eat with us and I never really eat with the bands. Wow. It depends so you're for me. You eat the good I food? eat the leftovers oh. after after the band's kind of gone through everything. Oh. <laughs> oh. You never experienced that, do you? No, no. Yeah. Yeah, we're um it depends. Like I think it's it's better for us to have our because some that that's one of the things that parents get a concern about like well, when are you going, going to eat and I just I'll tell them that I'll figure it out with the venue because I don't yeah. want them to worry about that yeah. um you know they have enough stuff to worry about so I just said don't worry we'll figure it out but like today I just had gotten the question like when do you want to eat from the caterer uh-huh. uh, for my wedding this weekend and I said we would love to eat if we can around six which is before because the doors open at seven or we'll eat at our first break which will be around eight and sometimes you're getting fed a deli tray to salads to whatever, which is fine. Not what the guests yeah. are eating. And that could be ready for you at six. But sometimes the bride and groom want to feed you what they're eating, which is really sweet and very generous. So this bride this weekend, they're, we're eating what the guests are eating. So the caterer just said, well, you're going to be eating a meal, you know, and it so won't be ready at table. six. Yeah. So can we, can we do it at eight? I'm like, that, that's great. Thank you. But again, it's, you know, if we can get it, the sooner the, the way. better, I For think. us, because, again, our breaks yeah. just – it's – again, we're not like – That's my biggest complaint about uh, a lot of venues, for instance, and, and this is particularly important information for brides and grooms actually, not even the venues or the anybody else, is if you're a bride and groom, make sure you tell your venue, feed the DJ or band – as early as you can yeah. because they have a job to do. You mm-hmm. want them to be engaged mm-hmm. throughout the night. And so many brides and grooms don't, you know, get that one point. And it kind of, you know, delays a little bit of, you know, some uh, wedding receptions because people are, you know, busy eating. Right. You know? yeah. Right. So, but the yeah. other thing, too, I think, Sam, I don't know. What were you going to say? I I love to eat, as you can see. So, um, yeah, the sooner the better. Get it out of the way. Yeah, what, what were you going to well, say? Well, what I was going to say is, like, for you, Sam, when you're the drummer, you get there two hours before? Sure. Two and a half before you're supposed to? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so, like, if we're going till midnight and it's we're starting at night. eight, yeah. we had to yeah. be set up by seven or even six, we're there by, let's just say five, the mm-hmm. earliest. I mean, that's like five hours of time. So, I've never had. I've had maybe a couple of people say to me, and this isn't my clients, this is just in general working in the office, like, well, well, we have to feed the band, but like when I go to work, they don't feed me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, well, it's just, I mean, it could be, it could just be pe- just something. Yeah. They're expending so much energy for you. Yeah, I can't imagine. And, and I can't, can like, you imagine like low blood sugar? And you're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're responsible to make the night fun. And if we're not, if we don't have, yes, we could eat before we come. It's not that. 
but that's like a good six hours or so. Yeah, We're no, going to pass sure. out on you, um, I think. But <laughs> um, the lights. The lights. We're sweating. <laughs> We're sweating all night. Singing. Yeah. yeah. And Give us a sandwich, will you? But the one thing I, on, for the photographer's point of view, I don't know. I've seen you guys are there all day. Yeah. yeah I was going to say we're complaining about hours to photographers. You guys start at what? Sometimes eight, 10 in the, in the morning. morning yeah. I mean, depending yeah, on your we, package. Yeah, we have a pretty good routine. I mean, we have a cooler in the car for lunch and stuff like that. I'm usually stopping at Jimmy John's throughout the day or at some yeah. point or another. So it's it's kind of like good until dinner. But, I mean, we're on the same page with, with – uh, you know, the band or DJ, you know, when it comes to food service or anything like that. Um, if we've been given that consideration, just get it out of the way and, yeah. you know, be done with it. Um, it's something that I think in our final chats with our brides this year, we're, we have a point to make, you know, it be very vocal about mm-hmm. it, I guess, because um, we want the night to be fun and not, you know, slowed up by any one thing. Mm. And, um, like I said earlier, we really want to be getting our photos done after everybody's done with dinner. And so in order to do that, we have to be done before everybody else is done, mm-hmm. which means that we have to be served before everybody else is served. Right. right. So, and then you'll get people like, well, we need to serve everybody before you. And it's like, right. it's, tough. Not, yeah, yeah, it's we, not like we want to eat before the guests. It's just we, we have to be on. Right. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. I mean, these are all just considerations that, you know, uh, for whether – it's your band or your DJ or your photographer or your even your photo booth people. I mean, um, there's just things in the itinerary that you may not really think about as the bride and groom. And your venue is not going to be the one to tell you either because they're so focused on serving you. Mm-hmm. And so um, and they're doing their job really well. But the one thing, too, I want to add with working with photographers or any other vendors, you know, if we're eating first, you may be taking those pictures, right? Like Mm kind of while dinner is ending, you might then pass us as we're going back up and then, you know, and you're like, well, we'll rush to eat. So it's so important. I don't know how other bands or DJs connect or communicate with you, Mm -hmm. but I know that I do. And I'm sure I know Dwayne from the orchestra. Hey, listen, we're going to go up. You know, we're going to just play a couple of songs. Um, we're not supposed to do this till this time. And I might even get your cell phone because sometimes we're eating in like another story down. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like we're on, say, the third floor, but then the food is on the second floor and it's like to run up and down. So I might get your cell phone and be like, they're they're ready in like five minutes because right. we're not going to do anything without you. Right. And one of my very first weddings, I think I did a bouquet toss without the photographer. I just wasn't – I was so enthralled in like – the bride said, let's go. That I just wasn't. Yeah. So, of course, you learn from stuff like that. Yeah. So now I, like, almost over-communicate. Okay. Yeah. So are you guys good? You're going to eat now? We're going to, you know. Well, it's important to know. check in. Yeah. I mean, I think all vendors should be on the same page in the evening time. Mm-hmm. And it's important to check in prior to the reception starting. Yes. And go through that schedule and say, okay, what's up for tonight? Yeah, you know? like the little you huddle. Go, go the, team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really need that. Right. So. Yeah, music. Sorry, Eric. We yeah, were... we kind of got off on the... <laughs> Did we get off? You, were, you wanted formalities. I thought that was good. Okay. Do we have anything else about music? I know, Sam, you had a little list over there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Stuff you wanted to chat Do you want about? some top, like, top picks? Is that what you... Whatever you from want. From us? I mean, what do you... Okay. Music. First dances, yeah. Let's Sam see. always has to learn songs because he's the one that always has to sing them all. Well, yeah, we used to do Amazed <laughs> by Lone Star all the time, but that was years ago. Mm-hmm. At last is popular. You are the best thing, Ray. La- how do you say his Ray name? Ray Lamontagne. It's very popular. Yeah, that we usually play that one to for the bride and groom entering the ballroom, not That's so fun. much as That's a good. first dance. That's a fun one. Um, all of me, John Legend's a good one. 
Still, I think still. Still, crazy love. Any Van Morrison, really. We just did crazy love last week. Can't help falling in love, Elvis. Marry me, train. Wonderful tonight, Uh, Eric Clapton. Wonderful world, Louis Armstrong. We play that all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and these are interchangeable. Your song, um, I don't know, father daughter. We do like the same three songs: "My Little Girl" by Tim McGraw. Father and Daughter, Paul Simon, and I Loved Her First by Heartland. Do you mm-hmm. play those ones, too? All the time. Yeah. Those are about the main three for Father Daughter. My dances. Wish is another one, too. My Wish, Rascal yep. Flats. That's another one we do. Yep. Forgot about that mm-hmm. one. I don't know. You think Mother Son is a little, I don't want to say less important, but it isn't as focused, as focused on. focused on. Yeah. yeah. I think the first dance, obviously, and then the father-daughter are the, the, the two big ones. You yeah, know? I agree. I'll give, like, ten photos back for, like, uh, father-daughter mm-hmm. and, like, two or three for mother-son. Just because, like, the groom is... It's it's more like I'm getting one of, like, you know, mom crying. Right. And then right. one of the groom. And then one of, like, the two of them looking at each other and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So... I feel like brides and grooms, they always feel like they have to, like, pick from a certain group of songs for those. But they can literally be... Like yeah, any that's song. What I was just about to say any song. anything that has any kind of meaning to either the mom or the son or the the, the bride or the the dad, it doesn't have to be like a specific song about a, a mom and a son or all that stuff. It, it can literally be any song as long as it has meaning for the two of the people dancing. But is that tough? Like, you know, when you think about it, it's kind of like you grow up listening to completely different music than your parents, and so you may not have. A commonality? Yeah. Hmm. There? I mean... I know what you mean, but maybe a a song, like, as you were a kid growing up that you and your mom would... Or you and your father would always sing. Right, Um, exactly, yeah. Like, uh, if I could go back when I got married, um, we did Wind Beneath My Wings. I sang it to my father because when I was a kid, I used to sing it. So I literally... I don't know if you remember Sam's band played. I think I do. So I, like, basically was sort of, like, hugging my father, but I had the microphone, so my, like face was like over his shoulder because if i would have that must have been tough it was tough (laughs) and everybody was crying yeah and i just had to say you know but i mean that was an example yeah you know like i don't know that's the kind of thing that i get all the time like um on a few occasions i've had the bride pick out um somewhere out there from five an american tale um linda ron that sure and it's just because... Sing it, Aaron. Is that Aaron Neville's the, and Linda Ronstadt? Yeah. Isn't that so, give us like a line. Come on. Somewhere out I love that song. <laughs> of course <laughs> you would. I figured you would. Um, <laughs> but, like, the like either the dad would, like, sing it to them or they'd watch the movie all the time. Yeah. And I've had, like, uh, Rainbow Connection is another one that I love. Yeah, we've had that a couple times. How come I don't know? It's such a good song. Kermit, Kermit the, the Frog. Frog. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a beautiful song. Um, but, like, with mine, I picked... An acoustic, like a stripped-down version of "Sweet Child of Mine," hmm. because there's I've always related that song to my mom's mom, her who wasn't at our wedding. Um, there's a few lines in there that that really kind of hit me, so I picked that out, and I didn't tell my mom beforehand, and then I I told her while we were dancing why I picked it out. Um, so that was that was special for me. But yeah, it, and then cake cutting literally can be any song, anything, like. Yeah. If you had a few different choices for first dance, just pick the second choice that you didn't choose for that. Yeah, it's, that's true. Absolutely. But you don't have to stay in this box of like, oh, we need to have a song that has something to do with sweet or sugar. <laughs> sugar. <clears throat> right. Or cut the cake. Da-na-na. Oh, yeah. Or we used to fun. do that all the time. We do when I'm 64 for cutting cake. It's, it's safe. Everybody mm. knows it. Yeah. 
and I, the words, you know. I, I just have maybe I'm flipping the switch on the podcast here. I have a question. Do you guys have any like memorable father daughter dances that stick out? Because I have one, so that's why I, I have memorable for the wrong reason. Okay, I'm memorable for the <laughs> well, right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's me too. I, I might too. I meant like as a positive, but I guess it could be whatever. It's your show. I just thought I'd throw it out there. I had um, <laughs> so this bride did a father daughter dance, and then after it, she did, and I played this song for you. She did a stepfather. Oh, yeah. Daughter dance. He hated that song. And there's this terrible song by this guy, just this random dude on YouTube, and it's Stepfather of the Bride, and I can't remember the artist's name. Hmm. And it's just this horrible, twangy, like, I was the stepfather of the bride. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It yes. was just the worst and most awkward thing I've ever seen. But that's yeah. You heard it, Aaron? Yes, because he's played it I for played me. It I'm like, why are office. you playing that? And he's like, because I need to play it this weekend at this wedding. And it's awful. Yeah. yeah wow. I heard it. That's when we were in cubicles and he mm-hmm. was right next to me and I could hear him. We weren't, <laughs> we weren't separated by Just this. Just stuff on the nose. I don't like things that are on the nose. We, um, can I tell you my thing? Yeah. So it was a wedding that I did last year. And the dad calls me. And he's like, I want to do a surprise for my daughter. And he's like, let me know if you think this will work. Now, by the way, I don't mind surprises. Surprises are awesome. But it's just more stuff that I need to worry about. You know, like, oh, gosh, I can't. I don't want to email her by accident. And then I have the surprise. You know, like, it just freaks me out until the wedding. So um, he's like, well, he gave me the father-daughter song. And I had it ready for us to learn it. It was a Kenny Loggins song. And I want to say My Little or little Girl or something. I don't. Yeah. I forget the name of it. It was a really pretty song. So I said, well, you know, we have that song. And he's like, well, here's what I wanted to do. He's like, Aaron, I was going to record it. My friend has a recording booth, studio. I was going to record it, just a cappella. And then I want to send it to you, listen to it, and let me know if you think it sounds good. Well, one, would I ever tell the guy it sounds like crap? No, I mean, this is the father of the bride. Yeah. So I listened to it. It sounded wonderful. And I literally was crying sitting there listening to it, thinking, how memorable is that? So he's like, well, I would love for you to introduce the father-daughter dance, but then play my version. Because he's like, I will not be able to sing it. I used to sing this to her as, a, as she was a little girl. It was the quietest mm. four minutes. Everyone was just, there was not a sound. And it was so intimate. It was almost like just the two of them, nobody else was in the room. And it was, she was crying. And it was just very touching. And... I will never forget that. It was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then afterwards, I'm like, I had to compose. I mean, you know, you're you're up there, you know. And it was just amazing. Yeah. And he sang it beautifully. And he's like, No, no, tell me the truth. I'm like, I would tell you, it, it was it was great. It sounded great, and it was just beautiful. So that was yeah. my most memorable. I'll never awesome. forget that. Never forget that. I've had a couple of, of fathers record their own songs or versions to, and play them, you know, as MP3s. For the father-daughter dance. Yeah. It's special, you know? Yeah. So, Chuck Abraham, if you're listening, kudos to you, father of the bride. <laughs> so, yes. That was pretty sweet. Dustin, do you have one? or, or I, I, have a, get... I have a funny – you know, everything for me is photographically. You know, <laughs> so I'm going back through. I'm editing photos. I'm editing thousands of photos. At, and um, at the end of last year, there was a father-daughter dance where they were – they. I don't know if it was just – Awkward for them to dance with one another or what, but they were like, you know, in like eighth grade when you're like oh, at no. a dance and you're like yes. about a five feet apart. Yeah. Yes. Like that, that was the photo <laughs> that I had. And I, I, you know, well, it is what it is. Did you try to know? like Photoshop it? Yeah, like bring I, them closer no together? To really get, I mean, they're like, they were so far apart that it's just. 
Um, <laughs> awkward, but yeah. Anything for you, Sam? That nothing that sticks out. You know, when the when the dad's just broken up about giving away his daughter, that that hits that home with is me. Special, yeah, for sure. You could just see that he's like, oh, you know. Yeah. Those are fun though. Yeah. So we're gonna move on. Uh, do our one star review here. Aaron, since you don't know what that is. Sorry. <laughs> so normally, and I'm actually going to do this a little bit different, and Dustin doesn't know this, but normally I'll go on Yelp and I'll find a review of a wedding vendor like related to who we have as our guest from a different city, and we'll read a one-star review that they got and then kind of talk about it and oh, go over yeah. it. But I'm, I'm super frustrated, and Aaron, you know this week, I'm angry about a lot of stuff. You are. I don't know what's wrong. Um, I brought you candy. Well, this, it didn't help. This podcast is, is about like educating people, and, and I want to make sure people are educated about something that's happening in Cleveland. So I'm going to tell you who this review is about. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. And Aaron probably already knows who I'm talking I about. I think I do. Um, so I'm going to read a one-star review. I'm not going to say it. the name is in here. I think it might be at the end of the, the thing. But I'm going to read a one-star review, and then we're going to talk about why it's important for us to talk about this. Um, and actually disclose like who this is about. I don't want this to sound I'm like so excited. I'm scared. Right? I'm Interesting. Sorry, I know as long as it's I not like one this. of us, I'm yeah. good. All right. <laughs> so this is a band in Cleveland. You will find out. Yeah, towards the end, who it is. Who it is. All right. So things started off great with this band. We went to a showcase event where we fell in love with the musicians and knew this was who we wanted to play at our wedding. We spoke with Danny, their manager. And got everything all set up for our big day. Danny confirmed with me all the details and was decent to responding any questions I had throughout. I had a final call with Danny about four days before the wedding and even spoke with him on the wedding day due to some weather concerns. Danny confirmed with me that everything was good on their end, and so I believed that everything was as we had talked about. We arrive at our reception, and I saw some people setting up for the band that I had never seen before. I was quite... Uh, it was quite a shock for me as Danny and I had spoken many times and I had emails from him specifically naming the singers who would be there. He told me the band had been practicing our song for a month before the event, so I, uh, I'm i sure that, that he knew for a good period of time that we would be having who we had agreed on. For the amount of money that we paid, I was pretty upset with Danny. Uh, I was pretty upset that Danny had let us on like this without a mention of anything else. The musicians who showed up were good, but to have a certain vision in your head of who would be performing and then to have completely new people who you had no idea what they would sound like was not acceptable. After hearing, uh, after not hearing anything from Danny after our wedding, I reached out to him to see what he had to say about what happened. The response I received was that he would take my concern into consideration for future people who book his band. He stated that it is difficult to keep, keep musicians booked for events that far in the future. I totally agree with this, but don't you think that you should say something to the people paying you about this if something that big changes? There was no real remorse, and he tried to cover it up by saying he added an extra musician like that would make it all better. The band was the thing that I had, was most excited about to see at her wedding, and it left me with such a bad taste in my mouth that I would never recommend the Blue Water Kings or Danny to anyone. Mm. Mm. And that was a one-star review. One star, yes. Was they tout themselves oh, on five star reviews, actually. <clears throat> yeah, um, this was on the not, which is fairly easy to get one star r- r- reviews wiped off of, but but we found it. I feel like I know this wedding. <laughs> so, 
Do you know a Ben? Um, I know. I think I know which wedding this is. All right. Wow. Can, so, so, so the reason that I wanted yeah. to do this was because we want to educate people. And this is not like me being someone that books bands or Aaron being someone that books bands trying to take down this band. It's we want people to have the best wedding possible. So mm-hmm. if you're calling me or Aaron or you're, and you're booking some band and you end up going with another band that we know in the area, that's fine. We're like we're happy. Like if you tell us that you have like Twist or, or Shout or one of the Night other Bridge. bands, Nightbridge. Yeah. These bands that are in the area, we're going to say, great, you're in terrific hands. Working you know, for years. It's, yeah. it's, you know, Same band leaders. Yeah. We yeah. wish we could have booked it, but it's fine. You, you picked a great band. This is, not a, this is not a band. This is a conglomerate, a corporation that could have five weddings in Cleveland. And one uh, night. And one night. Mm. And if you're that fifth wedding and it's a busy night in the, the, the summer, you could end up like with all these other musicians that the that they being uh you know that they pull from they probably have weddings with their own bands as well so the pool that they're pulling from you're going to end up with d and an e team musicians and we just we want to educate people because what you see isn't what you get yeah they're looking at a video online right when they book that band and they're not getting what they And they're they going see. to the showcase and during the showcase that showcase is on like a Thursday night so all the best musicians are available. They bring those people in, and they tell you, oh, yeah, you get to hand pick. But then in the paperwork, it's going to say, we can't guarantee anyone that any musician that would be in this band. So what are the solutions to something like this? Well, let me say for, for our band, we all need the money. So we never sub out or have people. We never, rarely do people call off in our band. We've... Everybody's been in our band 10 years or more, except for our girl, our female singer, who's two years old now. So, um, but, you know, things happen. People get sick. Somebody dies inevitably. But we have a pool of musicians to pick from that whoever we would replace that person with would be on the that same level. level. Yeah. You're, you're not piecing together your band everywhere. <clears throat> the band that, that you see with, and, and this is true with most of the bands in Cleveland, what you see is what you're going to get. But... But in this particular case, it is very much not. Well, and if here's the thing, too. And with our band, you know, we, we have the same band members. But we might have somebody going on vacation, which we know a year in advance. It could be our drummer. We have, like, maybe three drummers that we can call as our, like, a, not a permanent sub, but a sub that we use and that we're used to working with. So that's different. You know what I mean? That you have, like, a great sub that you use that's like an a musician that knows our material knows our format work well together this band you could show up to the job as say if i show up as the singer i may not know the other four or seven people in the band and you're all of a sudden looking at each other and trying to work together the first time at somebody's wedding yeah and you don't know and that is scary and you don't know who's we've we i mean we've heard horror stories about this from even just planners that were in our office last night were telling us about and musicians who's done this they these musicians are meeting each other that night you know the guy said in this thing that that he was told that the band had been practicing their song together for a month there's no way that's true (laughs) no so yeah. is there a way to mitigate against, um, you know, uh, kind of getting other than, you know, going with a reputable company mm-hmm. that doesn't have, you know, bad reviews, et cetera, 
you know, where is the where is where is a bride and groom supposed to, you know, have that kind of peace of mind? Yeah, their assurance. Right. And that's that's yeah. where the education comes in. Like we're trying to get the word out there like this is this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And we want you to have the best wedding possible even and this is something that's come up a, a ton where all of our vendors will say we want you to have the best wedding possible even if you don't book me, I want you to have a good wedding. Yeah. So is it an appropriate question to ask when meeting with you guys, you know, like, hey, you know, what happens if, you know, that's a question that we get as photographers they do. a lot. They'll ask yeah. that. Yeah. Even before they sign the contract. Um, or And in- there's there's videos online. Like we have a, one of the bands where, where maybe the, the leads, one of the singers isn't, you know, moved away or something. And we'll, we'll be open and honest or about that. Passed away, um, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll get as much material as we can with the new singer and, you know, knowing us, that person has gone through a lot and that singer is going to be at every single event. It's not a, like a, you know, we're just trying to fill in one spot for every event. It's a permanent replacement. It's a permanent thing. Yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. The thing is though, too, I, I mean, like you were saying, Sam, like you, we can't control if somebody's going to get ill. Does that happen? No. I mean, I've been doing this a long yeah. time. I don't think I've ever, I've never missed a wedding. Ever. Yeah, rarely. Um, knock on wood. And, um, but again, you can't guarantee, like, uh, you could have somebody that's going to get re- relocated because of their husband's job or their wife, whatever. So it's like you, you, we don't keep them lock and key, you mm-hmm. know, like they're yeah. not locked up to the band. But the point of the matter is, is the, I Asking say, questions is really it, where, it, yes, you know, it's important. Yeah. It seems like to me, my initial reaction was like, hey, if they would have, read through the contract, if they would have asked questions, it may have been a little bit more clear in that instance um, that they were getting what they were getting. I hate to say it. Maybe they did ask those questions and maybe it was... Yeah, I mean... It he, looks like he said that from he, what they, you know, the, the answers that he's getting mm-hmm. aren't actually what's going to be happening. And right. that's, that's why I just wanted to bring this to the light because we're trying to educate everyone as much as we can and... I, don't know, I just think it's important. And he responded. I'm not going to read his response. Just not into it. That's all right, Eric. <laughs> That's it. okay. Because we don't – a lot of times this has been happening. We don't find out until it's too late that they they went with you know this other group. Right. Um, so if we hear – if we're dealing with someone and we hear like them ask for like the, the keyword there is showcase. We're going to go see this gonna, band at the showcase. We, or do you have a do showcase? You, do your bands have showcases? Right. We know right then – they're looking at this group mm. so we can educate. Yeah. Um, and it's never like, it's not malicious. Like we want people to work, but I don't know. Yeah. It's it really not malicious, but it's, it's a wedding as we all know, cause we were in you it. You can't leave anything to risk at a wedding. You, you, you can't, but and, it was also a live production, but why not minimize your risks? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly put. <laughs> I mean, I'm, can absolutely. you imagine having a vendor and then you're just, you don't like, okay, I'm going to hire, you know, uh, Dustin and his wife, and I'm like asking him all these right away. It's like yeah. well, maybe you don't trust me as as your photographer. Maybe I'm not the right fit. But like I'm like I, I know what you and most of you guys are great, cool. That's one thing I have the less I don't have to worry about. I'm not the expert. You're yeah, the expert. I think it's it's you kind know of also one of those things where the um you you really have to judge at the end of the production. Like you know we always hear all day long. Oh my god, you guys have been great. All you know you guys have been great. You, you haven't seen the photos yet. Mm-hmm. How do you know my photos are good? You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. thank you for the compliment. 
I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I love that you love what my wife and I do and how we interact with each other. I don't know how they don't see us constantly bickering back and forth with each other. (laughs) But, I mean, (laughs) honestly, I don't know how they don't see that. But (laughs) it's like judge the work afterwards. And to a certain extent, you know, um, in this instance, uh, it could have very well been, you know, A-listers. It it wasn't in this instance. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, just having that understanding and the expectation of this is what I'm getting and this is what I'm paying for. There are a lot of people that go with a $600 wedding photography package. Not to say that you can't get amazing photography for $600. Maybe you luck out and you get that one photographer from, you know, big conglomerate company that just subs out, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the reality is you're probably not going to end up with great photos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you should expect (laughs) $600 photography. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got to get going here. I got to pick up my son at daycare or else I'm going to get in trouble and... Charge okay. extra money. We um, want to do uh, 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 hashtags? Uh, next week we're going to talk flowers, hopefully. Um, hashtags. Do you have some hashtags? I do. I have um, take a minute um, because I felt like that was a prevailing theme for part of our conversation here. Mm. Um, hashtag take a minute. And then in regard to uh, song lists, um, use it or lose it. Mm. Um, and that's my hashtag. I like that. That's cool. Is that true? If I don't use it, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> um, Shout out. I don't have any hashtags. I covered us both. We got Plugs, one for one for you. Plugs, uh, Bearded Bride on social. Please follow us and please listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, Aaron, where can people see stuff about your band? Uh, well, because I'm working at Cleveland Music Group, let's just stick with that. Okay. So it's the Element Band. Yeah. And they can go from there. How about Rossi and Romano? Where can we find out oh, where you're playing? Yeah. This is um, coming out on Monday. Okay. Hmm. Oh, this Monday? Next. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, next, whatever. Um, you can just go to my website. It's AaronRossiSinger.com, and there's a link for Rossi and Romano, and you can see our calendar. And Sam and I are an acoustic duo. Sam plays guitar, sings, I sing, and I play percussion. Right. Friday, May 4th, we're at Hyde Park. Oh, that's right. In, in Beachwood. Beachwood. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yep. And check out the orchestra on ClevelandMusicGroup.com, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You got it. And uh, thank you guys Thanks for having so much, us. That was fun. Yeah, Thanks for jumping in here. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm the bearded DJ everywhere. I'm Dustin underscore ORDP. ORDP. Um, Best podcast ever. Final thoughts? Oh, final thoughts. <laughs> um, no, I don't have any final thoughts today. I did learn a lot, though. Good. I will say. I did too. <laughs> I guess I just wanted to go back. I, I don't. I don't. Know, I hope that didn't sound malicious before about the, uh, the, the blue review? things. Um, oh. Like I don't. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or anything. But we're good. Um, Final thoughts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know what? Keep up the good work. You're doing great. I listen to some of your podcasts. Thanks, Sam. They're awesome. Aaron hasn't. Aaron, all right. she's busy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, make make the music, um, you know, something that you like on your wedding day. I mean, that's set the bar high. Yeah, make it personalized. Yeah, don't default because you think you have to default. You have one day to get it right. Yeah, just get it right. Pick the right vendors. There you go. Best podcast ever. Best podcast Yay, ever. Best. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>